Hey everyone, welcome to Keeping Up with the Chaldeans. Uh, we have Chris Abro here, uh, my co-host uh, Junior Bindu. Uh, we're gonna uh, get into uh, talking to Chris a little bit. Uh, Junior and I are gonna grill him till his uh, hair falls out. He's uh, beforehand he, he he claims he was uh, going to be a little bit nervous, but we doubt that's gonna that's gonna be the case. Chris, uh, so what uh, what what got you into the business world. Uh, well, first off, thank you guys for having me on the show. Sure thing. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, what got me into the business world? Uh, you know, I started at a young age as a, as a, as the uh, kid in the, in the grocery store. I was oh, yeah. 11 years old. Uh, started working at my uncle's grocery store and, um, you know, worked on the weekends. And uh, I went to him and I said, you know, I, I want to start working here. I want to get paid. He mm-hmm. said, all right, no problem. I said, I want to punch in on that time clock like everybody else does. He said, okay, no problem. And uh, he said, all right, I'm going to pay you a, a dollar an hour. <laughs> and I said, what year was this? Okay, I was I was 11 years old, so <laughs> I, I I don't know. Um, Where was the store? What part of what part of the Detroit, town? Detroit, six, six in uh, Davison. Wow. Oh, yeah, rough. so uh, grocery store. What's the name of the store? Just food value. Food value. Food okay. value market. Yeah. So I worked in the produce department with my brother and, and did that for a while. And I remember my first paycheck. It was 70 hours. I got paid $70. All right. And uh, so I just, I did that for a long time. You know, as a kid growing up, I think all the way till I was 16, 17, um, I started buying candy for my uncle mm-hmm. and then started selling it out of my locker at school. I was selling blow pops. I was selling Stark Crunch. Typical Caldo. Yeah. yeah. That's how, that's how I started. It was just, yeah. Any anyway, I I started seeing money when yeah. I was when I was a young kid. I started I started learning the um, the value of a dollar. Sure. You know, because I was as I got a little older. You know, eleven, twelve. You know, if I wanted something, I wasn't always getting it. You know, my parents weren't always buying me. If I wanted a skateboard, I, I you know my brother took me to Toys R Us and he said, all right, these are your savings and your, let's go buy it. Were your parents working at this time? Yeah, both full time. Uh, my dad was working at the time. My mom was working full time. You know, we kind of, at that age, you know, we were almost we were taking care of ourselves. My mom would leave us food, and she, you know, she was working. I, I was, you know, we would make grilled cheese sandwiches and bologna sandwiches, and we, you know, we were kind of just doing our own thing. How old are you? Four. So uh, again, that older, was older t- brother, sister, older sister, and then a younger brother. That was the typical Chaldean setup. The the kids fended for themselves yeah. even though our moms and dads were the most loving people and cared sure. for us the most but they they let us fend for ourselves nowadays if you if you leave your kids the way to do for themselves the way our parents allowed us for do to do for ourselves to give us a better future uh our kids would starve it's yeah. so different yeah it's, no, it's so me, different they remind me of the kids that i grew up when i was young through school that parents would leave like 20 bucks on the counter yeah, for them to get a pizza, or whatever yeah. else they needed when they got home from school, it seems like that's what the, this generation has become. And I yeah. remember coming home to see those sitting <laughs> on three kind of plates, one for Omar, one for Marianne, <laughs> right. one for me, and the other ones, you know. So yeah, not now. Yeah, food was left for us, and you know we had to, we had some chores, we had to clean up the house, and that's just how it was. Amazing. But it was great. I think oh, it's yeah. what it's what what's molded me to be who I am today and, and the responsibility and the work ethic and under, you know, appreciating, uh, appreciating the dollar. And Definitely. so I think that's Are you saving your money. Yeah. Selling that's all the uh, candy. So, so, so that's, that, that's how, 
I learned, my brother said, all right, you know, your friends have a skateboard. You want one? I said, yeah. He said, all right, well, the money you're making from the store and, you know, your little side hustles, uh, save it. Just bring it to me. So I would give him a little bit of it and a little bit of it and a little bit. And I said, all right, I'm ready to go get it. And he said, okay. And this is your brother? Yeah, it's my older brother. How much older is your brother? He's 10 years older than me. Oh, wow. So, um... He, he, I had some money saved up and he took me to Toys R Us. We bought a skateboard and, um, I'll never forget. So I wanted Jerbo's. Okay. And, and, you know, we didn't have a lot of money back then. My parents weren't, we weren't going to, to Hudson's, right. you know, every day buying school clothes. It was like, okay, I wanted a pair of Jerbo's. Yeah. He said, all right, save your money. I'll take you to the mall. We went to the mall and I got a pair of Jerbo's and then I wanted some Air Jordans. What color? They were blue. What was they, yeah, they were dark blue. Jerbo was a pair of yeah. It's clothing, like uh, it was clothing apparel. Yeah, so. they're like seven jeans now. You know, they're like you know expensive. They're like brand. It's just brand yeah, name. Yeah. It was a brand name back in the day. Jerbo jeans. There was a certain I, style too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they were they were the, the ones with the slits and the pockets, the knees and the. Those were like used. Used yeah. brand. Oh, okay. Used you had used and damaged. You had you had Jerbo's. Jerbo's had the little white tag on the on the fly on the zipper okay. right below oh, the yeah, button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. So they were always like stonewashed colored. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's what it was about Jerbo. Yep. That's so uh, yeah, so he 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 taught me he taught me how to save he taught me how to save taught me the, the he, he taught me the value oh, of a dollar. What's your brother doing now? Uh, he owns uh, Save a Lot stores. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. So he stayed in retail. Stayed in the grocery business, yeah. Oh, beautiful. Mm-hmm. So, after, uh, after after you got out of school and moved on from candy and so um, yeah, uh, hustling. That, I mean, hustling through through middle school. I started. I think it was around sixth grade, seventh grade. I started. Uh, I started DJing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of learned that from my brother and my uncle. They had their own little, you know, when they were younger too. So. Um, I got a boombox with uh, some detachable speakers. It was a cassette boombox, and uh, awesome. this girl was throwing a little, a little, a little party, a little middle school party at, at an apartment. And I took my boombox there, and I had some. Uh, I had the vanilla ice was popular then. Ding ding ding. Uh, ding, yep. ding I had. Ding, I took ding, that ding, tape ding, and I put it in this one. I rewound it and I put it in the next cassette deck and I rewound it. <laughs> and the party stopped for a good, you know, two minutes. <laughs> and I kept playing the same songs and other cassette tapes that I had, and it was fun. I rolled in there with a suitcase with all my all my equipment and uh, that DJ name. Back then it was just DJ Chris. I didn't even have a DJ name. It was just like you know Chris is a DJ. Chris so, is a DJ. Chris. The uh, DJ. But as I got older, it was DJ Chuck. It was I, I don't know how I got the name. It was just like you can't not yeah. know how you got the name. <laughs> Come on, man. It, sure it, Ray or anything. You know, it was it was, a, story it, it was a friend. It was uh, I was Marco. no, it was, I was friends with uh, with with Ben Jurgis and he had a cousin. His cousin. Couldn't remember my name, and he would just always call me Chuck. Chuck, okay. And it just kind of stuck. <laughs> and then going through school, they just he would. Just, I think he was the older one, so we'd always just like mess around, like, oh yeah, we're gonna call you DJ Chuck. Like, yeah. That's DJ Chuck. So it just kind of stuck. That's it funny. stuck there. So Chuck stuck. Yeah. Um, but I started I started DJing, then with the boomboxes, and then CDs came out, and then, um, I got I just saved up money. I started doing little high school parties here and there, and you know, for 50 bucks, 100 bucks, and made some money, bought in some more equipment. That, bought was, that was legit. It was. Money, I man. was, um, you know, I, I grew up, I grew up in, in Redford, mm-hmm. um, went to Clarenceville uh, High School or Clarenceville School District, and it was in Livonia. I, we were really the only Chaldeans there. 
There was another Chaldean family. Um, it, it, you know, there was it, there wasn't any Chaldeans over there. So I grew up in that area. Ninth grade, I moved to Farmington Hills, um, and then you know, I started DJing a lot more. I started buying more equipment, mm-hmm. uh, buying more music, and, and and so on and so forth. And you know, started a little business, got some business cards, and I started doing. Uh, you know, communion parties, graduation parties. Weren't um, you invited at one point? I, at, yeah, as I got older. Um, yeah, I started, de- I started DJing band. with the Bells Band. Wow. Yeah. I met uh, Pete, P-Nice. P-Nice. I met DJ P-Nice because I started DJing at a teen club when I was uh, 18. I met Pete, came there. Uh, we kind of just, you know, we, we, we were just, we hit it off. He start, he's like, look, come by my house. I'll show you some stuff, teach you some stuff. I went there and we got to know each other really well. And um, he, uh, he's like, you want to start DJing with Majid? Yeah. And I said, sure. So, <laughs> you know, one thing led to the next. I started DJing with Majid in the, uh, in the uh, band. Very cool. And uh, yeah. Pete's, so. Pete's aunt is married to my uncle. Okay. And I always thought you were Pete's nephew. Okay. For some odd reason, I did never made the no, disconnection. I, I didn't. They were always together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were always together. Once when I when I started when I once I met him, we were always together. We we're doing parties together. We'd give yeah. each other parties. We were we were friends. He's out in Vegas now, right? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Still doing what he loves. Mm-hmm. Good for him. Still in the music, yeah. entertainment. Still he's a good cat. Yeah, he's he's a great guy. That leads us to he's, he's a great guy. You guys ended up getting into a business together at some point, but before actually before we even get into him. You were at, um, after your DJing, didn't you? I remember you were into uh, cell phones, painting. Yeah, so mistaken, right yep, D- DJing was all throughout high school. Um, I got into, I think it was after high school. I got into cell, I got in the cell phone business. Actually, let me let me take a step back. I was DJing. I was installing car audio equipment in my mom's garage. Okay. So I did that for people around kicker boxes and stereo <laughs> systems and stuff like that. Cutting jam sound out of the yeah. out of the. Gig. I tried to get a job at Jam, jam Sounds, Andy. Sound, Randy, you? Randy couldn't give me. Randy Orm couldn't give me a job. He's friends with my uncle. Wow. Why I asked, couldn't he give you a job? So, he said, "Chris, Habibi, listen, man, I love you. You're a great guy. You're a good kid. I love your ambition." He said, "I can't. I, you're not certified. This. I'm only. I'm 16 years old." He said, "This I, is Randy R.O." Yeah, yeah. No R-O. kidding. He said, "R.O." Shame on you. No, no. He 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 was always good to me. Always. <laughs> he's, a, he's, a, he's a class Hell of a guy. Man. I love yeah. the guy. I love the guy. To always knows, good to me. He knows I'm just poking with him. But uh, he just, you know, I just, it just never worked out. Uh, I He couldn't give me a job at the time. I think I might have even been 15. Yeah. You know, um, I didn't have certifications. You know, there's liability involved. Sure. I'm doing the stuff in my garage. So it's yeah, not yeah. like I'm an expert installer. I'm just, right. I knew how to do it. I understood the wiring and pulling out the stereo, pulling out the, yeah. installing a new radio and installing speakers and stuff like that. So I, I understood it and knew it yeah. and would do it to friends' cars. But right. you have a random customer and you mess up their car, yeah. it falls on him. So I get that. But I, so I just did it out of my garage for a while. Um, I got into the cell phone business, pager business, started, uh, um, you're a hustling fool, man. Yeah. Jeez. And you're yeah. and you're still only 15 years old. Yeah, 16. Uh, yeah, around 16, 17. I started started getting in the in the paging. Fresh new Jerbo. Yeah, and it's fresh new Jerbo. Fresh new Jerbo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did that. I did cell phones. Uh, back when it was Ameritech and um, Ameritech. did all that stuff. I had I, my uncle had a, a cell phone store on <clears throat> on Seven Mile Mound. What was what's your uncle's name? Randy. Randy what? Uh, Randy Raban. Okay. Randy Raven. So I worked with him. I did. I, uh, I opened up a cell phone store, and then I did that for a while, learned it in and out, 
understood the whole game and the hustle and, and stuff like that. Um, we opened one up. I have the opportunity to open one up um, in Northville and did that, but it didn't do well. It's just a different different clientele, different uh, different ballgame over there. The parking was in downtown, the downtown area. So, but I, you know, that, that business was great. It was lucrative. It was fun. I learned a ton. Um, but from there, from the cell phone business for about three, four years, paging business, so, uh, three, four years, I went to, that's when I got into the nightclub. Okay. Um, that goes back to Pete. Yeah. Go, so going back to Pete, I was, I was working at the cell phone store um, and DJing too on the weekends. Yep. And uh, so that was my hustle. I was DJing on the weekends, working at the cell phone store. Pete, what was, uh, what was uh, Bobby Cato's role in Envy? Okay, so do you want me to? Uh, it, 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 I think it'll come along. Okay, all right, cool. Um, well, we can wait. So, yeah, so I, um, I, I, I did that, and then Pete approached me with an opportunity. Mm-hmm. He was working on the, on the, on the nightclub. Working in the nightclub, he found a location, and you know he would always fill me in, tell me what's going on, what he's into, the hurdles he's running into, so on and so forth. <clears throat> so he approached me one day, and he's like, um, "Are you interested in in uh, in partnering up in this nightclub that I'm doing?" And at the time, I had got gotten accepted to Lawrence Tech, and I was going to go to school for computer engineering. Okay. And after I did, I did a couple of years at OCC and then I was going to go to Lawrence Tech for computer engineering. I signed up. I got accepted. I was getting ready. And I, um, he offered the opportunity and I've always wanted to do it. Yeah. It is it, it, just DJing in the nightclubs. Oh, yeah. It has always been Absolutely. a dream of mine. Um, it just always has. I, sure. I've always wanted to do it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's exciting. Um, back then. I was, loved the business a, it aspect hot. of it. It was hot. Yeah. It was perfect time. I wasn't, I wasn't like. I want to be in the scene. I want to be. The, I just, I just loved the business of it. Right. You know. Mind you, you were part of one of the three hottest nightclubs in Metro Detroit, and that were all three Chaldean owned at the time. Remember? Yeah. It yeah. Was you guys. It was Excess, and it was Times Square, with uh, you guys in the group, Anthony. Yeah. Um, that that three way. I mean, Blue was out there too. Even but it wasn't Chaldean owned. Even prior to that, it was Pure. Sorry, not to yeah, interrupt pure. you, but Pure, which was still Francis and Francis. Yeah, there were some Chaldeans involved in that. Yeah, Francis was and a few others. Too. Terry, Stephanie yep. Nager. Yeah. Yep, Stephanie. Yeah. Ziad Gappy was involved. Ziad was involved yeah. in that. Involved too. Yep. Ziad was involved in Times Square. John yep. Simona. And, and remember, the one thing they did, they did something that no other club had done ever. They were taking a thousand dollars for a booth to get in there. <laughs> Five people would be able to get up or whatever. It was five hundred to a booth, and that was the first time you're like, wait, why not? Right. Upstairs. Yeah, upstairs. At Pure. You had, and it wasn't even bottle service. They were. It was a bottle of Moet. Yeah. It was. Uh, and champagne. Did you and the awesome take over the upstairs later yeah, on? Yeah, well, that was while I had Envy. That was when he had Envy. So there was Excess um, on the main floor. Yeah. was the first and the second. Then the third floor used to be their private event stuff when they had it as Pure and as um, Excess. Then mm-hmm. we ended up taking it and making it Play Lounge back then. Play Lounge. Yeah, man. So it was, it was, there was all four of us were kicking at one point one summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's when uh, it was Lime, fun. That's when Limelight was was in the mix of it. Limelight was, Carlo, was high Carlo, school. Yeah. Limelight Carlo was high school days, though. Yeah, yeah, but still. Limelight parties, yeah. yeah Limelight parties. Uh-huh. They come through with them, and uh-huh. he, 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 and Delone is is he? Are you related to him? I'm not. Oh, Arabo. Oh, he's Arabo. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so 
But, there's a difference then. Yeah, Arabo, Abro. Oh, oh, so it's Arabo. Arabo and, and Abro. Abro. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cars are flipped. Yeah. But that that again, that was a great time that you were in when you got into it. It was. So you you were at, you were also involved. You were at Times Square. Yep. Right. That was Times Square high. Zoo. You know the what? bittersweet. Yep. Just, just to kind yeah, of go back on it, you guys, that these kids aren't gonna. I keep saying kids, but these young adults, whatever you want to say, these tweens. Next generation. Next generation won't get what we got. Man, that was awesome. You were able to walk in Detroit without being harassed. Oh, yeah. With nothing, it's a big with, difference. And you were able to go from this club, which was on John R. Woodward, get to Times Square, which was, you you know, you guys. Grand River. And, Grand yeah. River and, and there, it was and, a big, it was one circle. One, one circle. circle. You'd be able to get to Envy if you wanted to, if they let you in, my <laughs> Right. Just to let you know. The place was slammed. Even, even though one of, my, one of my very close friends owned it at the time. <laughs> So you had a hard time getting in. I had a hard hey, time. Hey, managing managing the door was one of the toughest yeah. things that I've ever done, and it's 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 so tough when you have to tell a group of guys that you love to Very death tough. that you know there's just the the, the mix capacity. the ratio is is one thing, and then we're yeah being at capacity and us being at the mercy of of the the fire marshal. And the funny thing at Envy was the fire department was right next door. Next door. It was right next door. Well, what's inside of there is a restaurant now, right? Yeah, Foundation Room. Yeah, Foundation, foundation. Room. Okay, uh-huh. so that's if, if people don't know where MV was, that's right across from Pontchartrain. Yeah, Cobo Hall, Pontchartrain Hotel, right off the Larned exit. Yep, yep. Right directly across. Yep, three floors. Yeah. So the foundation can consume both. Yes, they took yeah. over the firehouse yeah. and they took over. And it wasn't even, a, it wasn't, a, they didn't run trucks out of there. Oh, no. That kid. was their headquarters. Yeah. Oh, okay. There was just uh, offices out of there. Yeah. Um, they still would come. Oh, yeah. Not a few times in I saw them oh, they were in there place. all yeah. the time. Oh yeah, we. I think we, they came for the girls, really. They did. I, it, was, I, it was a it was a hot spot for the yeah. like the hottest girls because it was because it was a little different than Times Square or Pure or Excess, whatever. No. It was no. it, 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 just the just the 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 the, the safety factor. The yeah. girls felt way more comfortable there because they managed the door a lot better than the other places. Sure, there. sure. Thank you. Yeah, credit to you. Yes, yeah, credit to my, my my partners as well too. Yeah. They did a good job at that. I I was inside a lot. I never wanted to be by the door because it, it it would cause a lot of problems in the beginning. Yeah, you know? of course. I it, fallouts with some friends and oh, yeah, people yeah. being upset with me. I changed they my just phone don't number. Understand. No, I, I you're right. They don't. I guess. But if they don't understand, then they're really not your friend. Right. Like, I was trying to run a business, and, and and at the same time, I had a lot of money on the line that I borrowed. You know. Yeah. You know, my mom helped me out a lot with that. And like I said, they don't understand. Do it, they just yeah, they didn't just, understand. Yeah. It's like, it's a party. Let me in. No, it, there it was a lot of liability. Yeah. Even my partner one day sat me down and he, you know, he made me realize because he was older than me. The was other Pete? part. No, it was Andrus. Oh, Andrus. Yeah, oh, yeah. He said to me, he said, McDonald's? let me ask you a question. Yeah. Good. That's a great cat yeah. too. He said, let me, let me, let me give you a scenario. One of your one of your, one of your buddies comes in here. He always oh, having a great time. He's not 21. He leaves. He kills a girl on the freeway. Oh. Where were you? Ouch. Envy. You know what I mean? And I and right that story right there stuck with me and it and I repeated it over and over and over again to all my friends that I would have that conversation with. And right. I would say, So you want me to risk everything that I invested, my whole life savings, everything that I that I put my whole heart my into my mom's life savings. My mom's life savings, everything. In in because you want to go in there and have a couple of drinks and hang out with yeah. some girls. Go somewhere I, else. Yeah. I, listen. And if you and if you can respect that, if then you, you're my friend. If you can't respect if you that, can't, then then you know then you're not. Well, we we got to look look at this friendship. Sure. It would see if it's working they both did. ways. They did. Of course. Once, once, yeah. you, once you lay it down like that, yeah. you know. But like any good. of us would get upset in, yeah, in a situation course. like that. You're yeah, not gonna yeah. let me in, you know. I never really. I, I whenever that 
situation arose, I just turned around, walked away, and went somewhere else. Yeah, you went have to. to the closest bar. Yep. Drank my sorrows, <laughs> crying like a little baby. Got in a fertile, little fertile position. No, I'm just kidding. But it's just, it's not that serious. No. Anyone out there that's that's watching this and, you know, so many Chaldeans own so many nightclubs and bars and, and, and restaurants, everything. you got to cut, cut cut the owners some slack, man. You just don't know how much they have on the line and, and, yeah. and how much... Uh, yeah. How much they have to lose. It's a lot of liability. The exception you bring somebody in or whatever, an extra person, it still could cost the fire marshal to shut it down an hour or two early. And now you lose all that business because they popped in a couple free extra friends. And And who's going to pay for it at the end of the day? They're not. As guilty as you feel, you know, know, for for doing it to them, it's still, you're not, they're dealing with it. I did. You know, I felt bad. I felt bad. You know, But but at the same time, what am I going to do? It's it's, business. Yeah. Business, yep. because like you said, we put our life, our life on this stuff at times, and you can't risk it just for you know. There's a difference of bending the rules and breaking the rules, I guess. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know, I forgot too. There was um, Elysium was out there too. Elysium opened I was just up thinking after. About that too. It was late. It was later. It was. It was yeah. after Envy. It was. It was okay. well. It was. It was during Envy, but it was after the first year that Envy opened up. Yep. And actually, before Elysium, it was Plan B. Yeah. Plan B was Kitty Corner from us. Yeah. And then actually, Plan B was called Panacea. 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 Panacea that's right. It, it it changed to Plan B when when I sold my shares. Pete took it over and changed the name to Plan B. But then, so Envy opened up, then Plan B uh, about seven eight months later, and then uh, about a year and a half later, uh, Plan B opened or um, oh, Elysium. Yep. Yeah. I was to show you. I mean, we did have we did hold some pretty good solid uh, bars out there. Oh yeah, and that's that's the thing that that. It's so much so different and kind of what led to to the show and this idea is back in the day when some Chaldeans did something they all did some did the same thing there were sure. so many copycats and now that you know we just started branching off and doing so many different things and diversifying, diversifying. that now we can have a show like this and offer advice and it, it it's it not it won't affect the business no. because it's it's just so diverse and there's so much out there and, yeah. and there's enough for everybody you know not yeah. it's not like Everyone concentrated, you know, opening four is, you know, liquor stores on four different corners, like like they did back in the day. Yeah, I think it plateaued after the cell phone industry. If, oh, in yeah. my wow. opinion, you, like where it plateaued about everybody following what the next guy's doing. I mean, granted, the cannabis industry, the cannabis. Industry, right. But if you look as a whole, though, we really were heavy into from party stores, gas stations cell phones, sure. you know, grocery stores, stuff like that. Retail labor. Yeah, retail labor. Once, yeah. once that cell phone industry, we all took that nice, nice peak worth of money when it peaked out. It plateaued and more people went out of business business or closed their doors. Or sure, or out. sold out, yeah. Yep, now there's no diversity, like you said, it's changed. So what came after the club business? I know um, you were in design for a long time too, right? I, I, I did that throughout... School, just I, I was always into uh, Adobe products, Photoshop, mm-hmm. um, Illustrator, stuff like that. Which school are you talking about? Uh, when I was at OCC, okay. I took design classes. Gotcha. So, um, I would design stuff for you know businesses that I was doing the flyers, the DJ stuff. I just kind of I just I just dabbled in design. Mm-hmm. I understood it pretty well. So, but the design stuff came along um, after all that. Actually, after uh, not not I got in, I had other businesses after the club. Yeah. So the the was the nightclub and then um, some other other business ventures because I had sold my shares. Um, I sold my shares like uh, around 2006, just before the Super Bowl came to Detroit. Oh wow! So I so I had envy for almost uh, three years. Yeah. Wow. Sold sold my shares then. Um, 
going back to your question actually about, about Bobby, Bobby yeah that's how he he was always he was Pete's very very close friend so oh, yeah. he was always there hanging out whatever partying but after I sold my shares um, that's when I ended up buying my shares okay so they opened up the third floor yeah and um, after I was after I was done so that's yeah. that was his involvement there gotcha uh, what happened I, I'm not sure what happened afterwards if okay. he was partners in Plan B and whatnot but. Um, he's always around. Bobby's got his hands in a lot. Of yeah, yeah, he's, he did. Uh, he's a go-getter. Yep, yep. I always, Bobby was a great guy. I, oh, I yeah. had a lot of fun with Bobby. Super sweet. Like, guy. Even before the club, we would go to Chicago a lot and hang yeah. out. But yeah, he's really cool. We went to school so, the same area so uh -huh. for a while. Yeah, nice. Um, so then, uh, sold. I sold the the nightclub in 2006. Got into some other businesses. I had some money to play with. I I got into um, some real estate investments, and then. You know, I think everybody knows what happened in 2006, seven, <laughs> eight. The economy just tanked. tanked. Yeah. It just slowly, it slowly started going down and down and down and down. And then, bam, the bubble popped. And then, so during that, that was that was a, a low point in my life because course, I yeah. lost a lot of stuff. I lost on some business ventures. I lost on some real estate investments. And anything, any, all that money that I had to play with was just, you know, was gone. And right. now I'm sitting here trying to figure out what my next move was you know um i wasn't gonna let me you know let it bring me down i was down but i've always stayed positive and i just i was always a hustler and just yeah. figured out what i got to do what's the next move so i looked into you know several different businesses and uh i think even a cell phone store and it's just i sat down with my uncle one day and he's like you know this is randy again yeah he so just to, just to, to kind of say a little piece it's like one fifteen on Friday afternoon. Randy's probably just waking up now because <laughs> he's uh, his, his 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 Thursday night thing probably got done at seven this morning. He went to sleep for four, five, six, seven hours, and he's probably just waking up. So you up. know my uncle Randy. Yeah, I hope Rand you're enjoying your coffee right now, Randy. Rand I don't think he drinks coffee. I think he drinks chai. Oh, there you go. Uh, Randy's always been a father figure to me. He was always been a, a, a G. mentor, father figure. He just because he was always there. He was, but he was always there. Like like you know, my father wasn't always around. He was always working. He wasn't. I wasn't the typical kid to go outside in the front yard and, and play catch with your dad. You know what I mean? Yep. But so I Randy, any of us. I don't. Yeah, not No, no, no. My dad got me. Uh, got us kids. Uh, baseball bats and gloves and all that stuff when we were when we were younger and. Uh, it, it turned out he didn't know if I was left-handed or right-handed. Yeah. So, so I had a. I guess so, you were so, right-handed. I'm left-handed. Oh, you're left-handed. So I write with my left, and I because I had the glove on my left hand, I now I throw with my right. So now my right hand is my dominant hand, just by my dad buying me the wrong man. Uh -huh. <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah. But so we'll go back to Randy and. So he, uh, we were, we were sitting down and he's like, you know, what, what do you, what, what's your plan? What are you going to do next? Cause he's, you know, my mom's a little worried about me. He's like, you know, what, what, what are you going to do? And I said, I don't know. You know, he's like, you're thinking about getting into this business. You're really going to go and, you know, borrow money again. And you know, what if it fails? What are you, you know, what, where are you, who's going to back you up? Because, because I'm kind of, at this point I'm like robbing Peter to pay Paul. I'm right. like, it, like all the different investments okay. that I had and stuff. I just, I'm trying to stay afloat. Mm-hmm without losing stuff because back then, you know, letting houses go and stuff, it was kind of frowned upon, but then it became the norm. Yeah. You know, no, it no was doubt. like, Oh, you let you, you know, it, you know how it was. Right. It's like, Oh, you foreclosed. Oh, you went to bankruptcy. It's, yeah. it's like, really, it's like the next 10 people you talked to all went to, uh, had, yeah. had filed yeah. bankruptcy, but no. So 
It's it's uh, that that comes with getting the right advice. Yeah. We didn't have we had pride. Like yeah. We didn't we didn't yes. have the right advice. Exactly. But after exactly. you get the right advice, then you understand that. Is it really make the right sense? way to do yeah, it? It's right. the right. It's the right move. Yeah. I wish I learned that so much more younger. Oh yeah. It's, it's you look back now. Someone landed that comment to me. Measure twice. Yeah. Once. Not once. Yeah. I wish yeah. I learned that a year late, a year earlier. But yeah, yeah. That's me too, man. I just it's tough. Yeah. Like what you have with with um, with Randy, mm-hmm. a lot of guys in our community didn't have that growing up right. because yeah. our fathers were just slammed working. These yeah. 50, Open and closing. 50, Seventy, eighty hour jobs. Mm-hmm. By the yeah. time you went to bed, you didn't see them. By the time you got up, you just saw them walking out the door. Yeah. So, or they were still sleeping, trying to get a couple too. of Z's in. Yeah, a couple, a couple of Z's in. So our, our like our treat from our father to us growing up was, we we would take turns taking off his shoes and socks. Like that was our treat to for for what we interacted with our dad at the at a very young age when he yeah. was opening and closing and opening and mm-hmm. closing you know doing his best to give us a better life you know like yeah. that was the treat the taking off his shoes that's the thing stuff, stuff like having that extra person on hand that's yeah huge to it was it was very helpful sure into a mature adult and business entrepreneur really yeah definitely all of them I, I i give thanks to all my uncles and my, my older brother and stuff for you know guiding me in the right direction and molding me and you know you learn a lot. You learn quickly. There's a lot of those rebonds. Yeah, and they're all they're all class acts. Yeah, thank you. What made so, you um, come back? Like like you were saying, like you went through that hardship. Yeah. yeah. Randy, like what Great was question. your biggest besides Randy? You got to have something within yourself that makes you come up. Um, I just I, I don't know. I I didn't I didn't want to fail. I'm not, I I had payments to make. I had you know I, at this point I was twenty seven twenty eight somewhere in that Are you range. I at this time anybody? Yeah. Yeah, I it was I was in a relationship and you know, it just it didn't work out and then um just it was t- it was tough times. You know, money listen, money plays a lot a, plays a big role in your life overall. You know, whether you want to believe it or not or some people money's not everything. It, it's not but but it but you need it. You need it to survive. You know, and you needed uh, to do good. You needed to do good, and it's not. <laughs> and I wasn't living any lavish lifestyle by any means. I was living. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I, I, um, but uh, I just, yeah, I just, I had oh, the yeah. mentality where, where like I don't, I don't want to fail. I got to figure out something, regardless of what it is. I got to figure out what to do to to get back on my feet. Sure. That's how like I was, you know, I was like I said, I was robbing Peter to pay Paul, and I would like you know, borrow from this guy to pay this guy and this guy. And then it just became a circle. And then it got to the point where like, all right, I got to stop doing this. I got to figure out what the next step is. So, you know, I, I thought maybe the, the, a business would be, would be the next thing. So like I said, my uncle Randy said to me, you know, do you really want to go through that again? And I said, no, not really. I said, why don't you, why don't you do what you're good at? Why don't you take what you're good at, focus on it and be the best at it? Mm-hmm. He said, take That's your great advice. Yeah. He said, he said, you know, you're good at design. You're good at computers. You know, he's just throwing stuff out there. He knows mm-hmm. what I'm good at because he sees like, because I did the cell phone business with him. So he sees I'm a hustler. He knows I know computers and I'm techie and I, I could put things together. And, and how many cigarettes did he have in that time that you guys were talking? <laughs> <laughs> I know he's, he's quit now, uh, but yeah, no, no. Yeah. Now is a jewel. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, maybe five, six. Uh, <laughs> I love you, Randy. Sorry. He, so he, that's what he said to me. He said, take what you're good at, be the best at it and 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 go from there so i took my design skills 
I had, I had been I had been uh, looking online to figure out ways to make money and and stuff like that, and I looked into drop shipping. So I had this little drop shipping idea. So that's when I went to Steve Yatuma. Okay. And he actually lived in the same condo complex, um, that a few doors down. I knew he had a little web development company, so I sat down with him. I said, "Listen, I got this idea. Um, it's called drop shipping. It's uh, you know, we, we buy products from these different websites. I have access to them. I've already communicated with them. Um, I'm thinking like wedding favors. You mm-hmm. know, let's take, I got access to over 2000 products. We can export or import these products into our own website, but I don't have the expertise. Right. You do. I know design, you know, development. Let's figure out how we can work together and I'll partner with you. And he's like, all right, I love it. Let's mm-hmm. do it. So Steve's go getter too. Yeah. Great. Guy. So, at the time, I explained to him where I was at in my life and whatnot. He's like, "All right, look, why don't you do this? I got some. I got an extra desk in my office. You know Photoshop very well. I don't really dabble with it much. I do more web development. Come to my office. I can throw you a bunch of design work and just go from there." Nice. So I went there. I started doing. Or you say something? I'm sorry. No. no oh, I went. I started doing design work with him, and he started. He had clients that needed business cards and brochures and flyers and all this kind of all this stuff. And then he's like look, why don't you learn, I'll teach you the web development side of things. Yeah. So I started learning it. I got one client, um, believe it or not, it was 8 Mile Foodland. Hey, Chris. It was John, John and the Chris. House. Yeah, so, so Steve gave me that project. He worked on it with me. I went home, and for a few months straight, I self-taught myself all anything that had to do with development. I started, uh, I took some courses online. I started reading. I started educating myself on coding uh, understanding the the PHP language and the the HTML mm-hmm. at the time it was Dreamweaver. Right. Um, I started just just teaching myself all that and then learning more about design. Uh, and then and then one thing that led to the next, I got another project and then Steve gave me another project and then I started, you know, networking and stuff and and picking up a little bit of business here and there. How many other Chaldeans did you know at the time in the in the design space? None. 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 Yeah. And I'll tell you. Oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know anybody besides Stephen. Right. And um, I think my relationships that I've built over so many years between the nightclub and all the different stuff that I've done throughout my life helped me with uh, networking because I was running to people all the time, and they're like, the common question every single time is, "Hey, what's up? What are you doing now? What are you doing now? Yeah. I have a web. I'm building websites. Oh, and it's always it's so common because it it's like the cell phones. It's not. If back in the day a cell phone was a was a luxury, now it's a necessity. Right. Nowadays websites were a luxury, now they're a necessity. If you're right. a business not operating without a website, you're left in the dust. Yes. So same thing. Oh, I'm start. I, I have this. I have this. I have, do this company. This like you know. I'd give them my card, and then one thing led to the next, and I would start building more and more websites and more and more websites, and we ended up moving to Birmingham. Um, moved our office to Birmingham with the, you know Ed and 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 Sam uh, Sam Matisha and Ed Babby and we kind of all partnered up in space. We all had our own little tech companies. Yeah. You know Ed had his company, Sam had his company, Steve and I did the web development and, and graphic design, and um, we did we did good. We did great for a while. You know it was it was um, it was pretty successful. We, yeah. So so um, Steve kind of just brought me into to his company, Audair. Yep. Brought me into his company, and you know, um, we shared the projects. Whatever I brought in, we just we we worked it out so that it was fair for 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 both of us, okay. you know. Because when you're doing websites, like he, he's helped me, but you know, I'm building it, but it's his. You know, he has the company, um, so it worked out great. 
We had a so we you, had a great partnership. So you worked with Pete. Yep. P nice. Now you sent him out to Las Vegas. Then you worked with Vassam. And now you sent him out to Las Vegas. <laughs> so anyone that works with you ends up in Las yeah, Vegas. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> that's funny. I want to work with you. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, we want to yeah. work. With you. That's that's why actually why we put brought you on the show so we could go to Vegas. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's good. <laughs> so you guys go out there and you guys going to Vegas. build your ventures and I'll go. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Vegas style. Anytime Vegas I come out there, I'll have a house to stay at. There you go. Yep. Um. So, so you guys had this. We, we had a, we had a great relationship. We had a, we had a good partnership in business and. Uh, a few years we were in Birmingham for a while for about maybe five or six years mm-hmm. he ended up leaving um, he, he ended up going uh, downtown to uh, Wayne County Sheriff's Office uh, became the IT director uh, I stayed in Birmingham for a couple more years and then I moved to Maple and Orchard Lake which is where I'm at now Yeah. and I started um, I just started my own little, my own web development company called Creative Media Creative Media yeah. with a K so, with a K yep spell with a K and no E at the end Kind of creative. Who's yeah. some of the clients you, you deal with? Um, well, before we get into that, sorry. Let's let's plug some of your uh, uh, your the, your cohabitants habitants in your office today. Okay. With, within my office. Within your office. Today. Oh yeah. So my office is, is is great. I'm glad you brought that up yeah. because we we uh, you know when I was with uh, um, Ed and 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 Sam we were in the in the Maple and Orchard yeah. and then. Ray and I, uh, Ray Lucia, he owns uh, TapSnap. TapSnap. Yeah, great company for you know digital digital backdrops and digital photos and stuff like that. So we got we we share the space um, along with uh, Mervette Toma. She has Chloe's uh, Treasures. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have uh, a Junior Abro, Jamal Abro. He has uh, a June event. Okay. Uh, with his partner Lauren. Okay. And then uh, Anthony from Rent a Bounce. Oh wow. Uh, and then uh, uh, Couture Events, uh, Yasser, his name is. So, but prior to them, we had, we had other guys. Basically, we, we co-share a space right. on Maple and Orchard, right above Tim Hortons, right on the corner, yep. with a bunch of other Chaldeans, and it's great. You know, we, we created the space to uh, to make it like a really really fun, cool working environment. We did a open kitchen concept, so it's not your typical kitchen. It's we we put a bar like a um, uh, a bar top uh, height. Uh, uh, table was, in there. Was Derek Duhu in there for a Derek was was down the hall with okay. uh uh he had, he had his own suite. He shared a, shared an extension of with uh, me Chris and Jonas. Gene Duhu. Yep. Me and yep. Gene. His father and Derek were in that space. Chris Jonah is down the hall. CMP oh, wow. Real Estate. And it's a Caldean owned. Yeah. So yeah. Cal- I mean, it's a Caldean owned building. Yeah. Um, Derade Marcus. Derade's awesome. He takes. And, he's uh, always taking very Fadi good care too, of me. Right. Yep. Fadi, Fadi's involved in that. Fadi yep. And then Frank has the the Tim Hortons right below. Okay. So it's who's Frank. Frank Oddish. Frank Oddish. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just, I mean, just the corner of Maple and Orchard. Like that's that's little Baghdad right there. It and, is. And it's 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 like the center of West Bloomfield where there's a million Chaldeans, and you have at the on the on the second floor you have a a mixture of so many different Chaldean businesses today. Where if you took that makeup of that those people in that suite or in the this entire second floor and yet threw it back to 1990 that would be like the entire diversity within our community yeah like the number of the number of services yeah 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 Yeah, that's very true great point we used to be one of the main clients 
of the gas station that used to be on. I was just gonna say, isn't it crazy how you go from you go from Seven Eleven to there? Like that used to that corner used to be a hangout, and now you're working in the office above there. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, park cars and roll out. Yeah. Go to Tally Hall. Twenty five years later, around. Tally Hall is still know, around. Yeah. Tally Hall. I was a kid. I was a kid. Tally Hall. Yeah. My aunt used to take me there all the time. Yeah. Village Place. Yeah. All yeah. up and down. Good Orchard times. Lake. Oh yeah. Good times. So uh, so we moved. Um, Americana West. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We, we <laughs> moved there in seventy seven. Wow. In uh, West Walnut Orchard Lake Road, you would have hardly seen any Chaldeans in general. In that right. vicinity, there probably a family of maybe six to eight Chaldeans within between there, Bluefield <laughs> Hills, us, I think the Georges, and a few others that were out um, um, at that time early on. I think you guys. We were in Bloomfield Hills, yeah, a little so, but, closer to like Courtin and Inkster. Yeah, stuff. So Bluefield, Bluefield, Bluefield yeah. I'm saying in that era, in that era, there wasn't many. No, there really that, wasn't in that vicinity. Even the high schools were. I mean, you had we're a straight minority. Yeah. <laughs> now if you look at that from where you guys are at, Orchard Lake is tied up by a lot of Calian business. Oh yeah, all up and down. Yeah, it's unbelievable. We'll have them on the show. Yeah, we will. <laughs> yeah, we will. That's great. That's great. I, I love. I love. Restaurant, by the way, Jagged Fork opening. I can't wait for the toast. Who's Jagged I, Fork? I just I had Brand, breakfast Brandon, here this morning. Yeah, Brandon. Shania, I. Um, him and his his brother-in-laws. It was uh, Zoe's, the old Zoe's. Oh no kidding! Yeah, what, Zoe's it. went out. Yeah, well he he converted it. So okay. Jagged Fork is um, I don't mean to sidetrack, but just it's because it's across from. Yeah. Town. That's what I'm saying. Go there and eat as much as you can. I that's I did. I had breakfast there this morning. Brandon it was great. Knows he made my day when he told me that they're going to be doing it. But mm-hmm. which Brandon Shania? Brandon Johnny's brother. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So yeah. what it is is um, uh, they have. So they're bowls. Bagel Brothers and. Yeah. And jagged jagged spoon. Yeah. Well, no, he that's his own. What is? He's on his own. He's married to Dora. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Dora's brothers are the ones that were um, involved in these restaurants. Okay, okay. They gotcha. brought him in with it. He helped them. Work. He's been there running and there's always and what have you. They have two other locations: one in Rochester and one in um, in Grove Point. Okay. Um, so so uh, I stopped by there one time just out of the blue. I was in East Point. I'm like, man. The small little cafe tried it was great, right? <laughs> yeah. So I was sitting with Brandon about two months ago. Um, I thought that he was there, and he's like, uh, just to let you know, you know, we're, we're going to be shutting down for a minute, converting it over to Jack. Nice. I said, man, you are you are a blessing right now. It's just watch. It's going to be so busy, there's going to be lines out the door every time. So, but again, it's great location. Yeah, yeah. So to what you're yeah, saying, yeah, he's got a great spot. You guys, like, and what he's saying too is, a lot of lot of changes come you got 10 businesses just inside their building yeah that are that are that many chaldean owned you have mm-hmm. chris jonah in there the tim hortons mm-hmm. you have um from all anthony atcho rent the bounce chloe's treasures yep, ray lucia yep. yep and what's the name still june sam june abram yeah june yeah. june yeah. of that sam is still in there isn't he sam uh so sam's company runs his um his support center out of that out of yep. our old Suite D, yeah, but, but he's in he's in main offices in Vegas, Vegas. yeah. Yep. But yeah, he still he still has a suite. You send somebody else to Vegas, just Sam. Oh, I love <laughs> oh, oh, Sam. Atisha. Yeah, yeah, Sam Atisha. Oh, okay, Bassam. okay, got you, Bassam. Yeah. yeah. He, so Bassam's he, my brother's brother-in-law. My 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 brother okay. is married to Bassam's sister. Okay. So we share nephews. Got you. Okay, yeah. So there there's the 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 relation there when he used to he was in your building uh, a long time ago yeah, in yeah. Troy. Yep. Okay. Well, it wasn't wasn't our building, but oh, he was yeah, in the same, in the we same, were in the same building. In the same building, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Okay. So back to you. 
So I, I was just real quick after sure. after you went through your downspurt and ended up picking this gig back up with Steven and all, right? Yeah. Did you get back and did you get back into the groove of things? Um, you know, did you take a hiatus off from being in the public eye for a while? Like, so I know some do that just to catch back up. And then, did you get back into dating at all? I mean, because I know you're married now. So yes. What, yeah. 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 Good question. Um, so after. Uh, you got with Steve yeah. and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Changing around. Yep. I actually met. I met my my wife uh, in Birmingham. I met her in Birmingham. So when, when my office was in Birmingham, uh, I met her. She was the manager at Crusoe Crusoe. And uh, I met her through there. Carlo. Carlo, okay, you, you kind of you introduced me. Carlo Crusoe? Yeah. Oh, Carlo's my. everywhere. Carlo. Carlo. He got CBB yep. coming. Yeah. <laughs> it was yesterday. Yeah. 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 Carlo, I'll, I'll give you credit on that. You did introduce me to uh, to my wife, Natalie. Carlo knows. Good job. Carlo knows at, at Carlo knows Instagram and guys. Carlo Carlo was in, Carlo was in our office. Yeah. Oh, Car- was he really? Yeah, because because of Netflix. Oh, well, how many cool. offices does this guy have? Well, seventeen. Carlo, he's a Carlo <laughs> yeah. Carlo, yeah, Carlo, Carlo uh, when he was involved with Netflix and Steve and Sam, that was the, that was the first office we had in Birmingham. It was uh, like on the side of where Chen Chow is, but in the Belfour building. Yeah. Um, off of Oakland Avenue. So, yeah, Carlo was in there and uh, he would stroll in at eleven o'clock every day and <laughs> first thing he uh, that hat yeah he always wore the true religion hat or, or yeah, <laughs> yeah the other one too i forgot man. but he sat down he was always like all right chris where are we having breakfast or we're <laughs> eating lunch <laughs> so um yeah we went out to lunch one day we went in there it was during new year's eve he took me over there he, he had to he had to drop off some flyers for his new year's eve party there you go of course so went there uh he introduced me to her and uh, we just made small talk and whatnot but yeah i met her i met her through that store um so I uh, I got married uh, a couple of years later. So I have a beautiful wife. I have three beautiful, healthy children. God bless. Thank you. Thank you. A boy, girl, boy. Uh, Nolan, Tyler, uh, Nolan, Sienna, and Tyler. Beautiful. So yeah, yeah. blessed with a with a beautiful family. Uh, my wife does an amazing job at uh, at keeping holding down the fort. Good deal. She's a she's a she's a beast. So she does a good job with that. But yeah, I, I got got married, had kids. I. Um, during that time, I got back on my feet. I was, I was, uh, I was doing the web development stuff. I grew that business. Um, started making some some decent money. Um, I also started uh, doing some wholesale stuff on online. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned the because uh, remember at the time we had we had Favorific. So going back to the favor, I'm sorry, I don't even mention. I don't know if I mentioned the domain no. name. So the wedding favor drop shipping website that I did okay. with Stephen was called Favorific.com. Okay. Yeah. And Favorific, it did okay. It wasn't, you know, at the time I didn't really understand SEO and, and right. pay-per-click and all that. But mm-hmm. And I, I was also trying to build the web development business too. So I, I didn't focus my whole heart and soul into Favorific. Right. But it brought in a little bit of money. It wasn't bad. But um, I saw this whole online thing and e-commerce and making money. So um, I, I got, I'd gotten a pair of sunglasses. Oakley did a party at Envy. So this is a crazy story. I did, they, they did a party. They gave us all the owners free these glasses with these Bluetooth headphones in them. They're like three hundred dollars a pair. Okay. They were the ugliest glasses I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. I said I would never wear these, but I had them brand new in the box. I learned about this eBay thing. I threw them up on eBay. I'm sitting at home. I had a BlackBerry, and the noise goes off, the chime, and I'm like, Boy. Oh my gosh! I just sold these glasses for three hundred dollars. <laughs> Jeez. And I'm like. 
so that right there sparked if I can do that. So I started hustling. I started figuring out. I started like wholesaling and calling manufacturers, calling calling different businesses. Um, this going kind of what kind of what Gary Vanderchuk pushes. Oh Gary, yeah, with Gary the whole v. garage sale thing. Yeah, go yeah. out, go out, buy some stuff. Yeah, you know, sell stuff around the house or just flipping, flipping stuff stuff. right on. Sure, yeah. yeah. Oh, there's so much money to be made online. Um, it's it's unbelievable. Like yeah. it, you know, um, and it can I've be done. Learned, it can be done after hours after you put in your forty. The register stays uh, ringing. That's yeah. That's 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 how I did it. Yeah. I um, granted, I was in front of the computer all day, so I had access to that stuff. Right. Right. But. That's when that's when I would take my pictures, put my listings up, mm-hmm. do all that stuff. Um, I started selling stuff on eBay. Yeah, random stuff I would buy from closeouts, um, electronics, school supplies. Uh, you know, stores going out of business. Wherever I can hustle and get my hands on. I mean, I never did the whole. I never did the garage sale thing or anything like right. that. I just I would just buy wholesale stuff brand new. It seemed to be easier. I would sell stuff around the house. But I learned and understood eBay. In and out, right? You know, I understood exactly how it worked. And it's a massive tool. I mean, it's it's, sure. it's with brick and mortar dying. Yeah, yeah. You're buying. I mean, you're 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 launching a business with zero out of pocket. Yeah. How how can you go wrong? How can you? Go you know, wrong? I I went. I you know figured out how to get shipping boxes really cheap. I figured out how to get packing supplies. You know, pretty cheap. Um, I figured out how to you know buy postage at a cheaper rate. You know, you just you just learn and you figure these things out as you're as you're moving along. So I built a little business around that, and then, um, like I said, I met my wife, and things things were starting to to, to go in the right direction for me. Yeah, I, was, I I started to get back on my feet right around the time um, or just before I, I I met my wife, um, and uh, you know things were going well. Think uh, we 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 lived in our condo for for a little while, about a year and a half, and then you know we were fortunate enough to to buy a house. So we live in West Bloomfield. Yep. Bought a house. Uh, I think we bought that house when, when she was pregnant with Nolan, had Nolan, and then you know the other two kids, and so, and I and, and I I'm still doing these things. So I I still have you know obviously the creative media, the web mm-hmm. development company, um, I still do the eBay uh, and now now Amazon stuff, and you know. Uh, so creative creative media it was so, formed in, in in with one plan in mind, and now you're kind of working off to kind of morph it into something new? Yes. So creative media was always uh, graphic design and web development, building okay. websites. And we still, uh, we, I still do it. Yeah. Building websites for, for all different types of companies, whether it be a doctor's office, a law firm, a clothing store, a, a mom and pop shop, whatever it may be. You mm-hmm. know, if you have any type of... So do you guys offer mobile apps at all for your business I, right now? So, no, I don't, I don't do much with the mobile apps. You know, it, again, going back to, and, and the reason why I, I don't offer mobile apps, but I, I try to stick to what I know best sure. and, and hone in on that um, and be the best at it. But all, all your all your websites that you're developing are are, are mobile, mobile friendly, friendly anyways. Of course. Yeah. yeah, the the mobile app thing I think came in and 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 went away for a little while. You know, the mobile apps are good for certain companies. Sure. Uh, they're not good for every for every. You know, like a, a doctor's office doesn't really need a mobile app. Um, they, as long as their what, website is mobile friendly and they the can. What's the new uh, the new strategy with with uh, an app being being reached by a URL. Like, so it's, it's a, it's a responsive type of app. Oh, you're saying like a web-based app. It's a web, web, yeah. It's an actual app that you have to go through like uh, Apple. You got to download it. You you don't have to download. 
you just make it as a bookmark on your on your actual yeah, yeah. yeah you can do that you can you can create uh the the icon mm-hmm. which people can download you can download on your on your Android device or your Apple device click on it and it'll take them to um, you can either you can also build a, a separate mobile friendly version of your website right so you have the responsive uh, version of your website mm-hmm. and then you can build a separate mobile uh, friendly mobile friendly version or mobile version I should say of, right. of your actual website which functions similar to to an app gotcha so, so with, with all this that you've been doing all these years right now yeah um, I know a few months ago I uh, Maybe a little bit longer. I have seen you announce some new stuff that you're going to be doing or have started doing uh, with with the uh, uh, media along with the new business venture that's still part of under the creative media umbrella. Yeah. What's, can you mind give us a little explanation? I think if I'm – is it Little Gannicks is what it is, right? Is that saying, I'm saying it right? Little, yep. So Little Gannicks is a, is a brand that I've been working on. Um, little Gannicks is a – it's a GOTS, G-O-T-S, certified organic textile company. And textile meaning uh, fabrics. Yep. So anything from swaddles to blankets to uh, uh, bedding, this bedding sheets. This is for sheets. little babies. This is for children. babies. Babies. Babies and children, babies, uh, okay. so on and so forth. And um, our goal is to educate the consumer as well, the, the, the first-time parents and first-time moms, um, you know, we all know we we know that first time moms are just when you have your first baby it's 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 overwhelming number one number two you're you're always you're trying to go above and beyond and get them the best of the best so you start to do your research and everything has to be organic and everything has to be natural and so on and so forth which is great Mm -hmm. which is great i don't think there's anything wrong with that um but there's also some people that just aren't aren't educated and don't fully understand it and think, oh, we ate it back in the day or we had this back right, in the day. Right. Yeah, yeah. What's the difference? We all came out fine. Sure, it's a but, lot different. But it's a these lot days. different these days. You know, it's like it was it was way more organic back then than it is today. There's absolutely, a lot of synthetic stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, there's a lot stuff. of processed synthetic. Of pro- yeah. uh, we're talking about foods, but even with the with the cotton industry, yeah, these cottons grow in fields, and in order to keep the insects off the cottons, they have to be sprayed with. Uh, uh, insecticides, yeah. um, harmful chemicals, so on and so forth. So, the difference with um, um, with our product is uh, it's it's a again it's a GOT certified. So GOTS is a uh, is an organization just like uh, USDA certified organic um, mm-hmm. products. So like I'm realistic yeah. stuff. USDA organic and food products is the same, but this is for the clothing. Yep, yep. So it's for it's 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 a worldwide uh, certification, and. Um, all of our products have the certification. So and now with it, it, all it, this hotness of the of the marijuana industry, this and and the hemp. Yep. Is, is, are these hemp products? They're not hemp products. No. Um, hemp is a different is is a different type of material. Okay. Just like bamboo is a different type of you know. There's there's uh, different texture. Cotton products that come from bamboo. Cotton products come from hemp. Different textures. Gotcha. Different feels. Different. Um, different usage. Uh, our, our product is a cotton product. Cotton, it's just the way yeah. the cotton is grown yep. and then uh, the way it, the way it's sourced mm-hmm. and also the way it's manufactured in the factory. So our, the, the factory is, so I was, I went to China a couple of, uh, uh, last year. Okay. I went to China, which was an amazing experience, but I went out there, I met with, um, Anichiwa. Yeah. Um, I learned that from, uh, Nihao. 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Chris Tucker. I met with <laughs> How was the food? Uh, the, the the food was you know 
My brother <laughs> bolted out of there in like yeah. 92 hours. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't live there. Are you kidding? three-month job. Yeah. I, they I, contracted I, him for a three-month job. Angelo? Andrew. 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 Okay. He went there and uh, <laughs> somehow, some way, he mistakenly ate duck like 48 hours later and it was not sitting in him well. Oh, jeez. He figured to write his own excusable yeah. note to say, I can't do this. This is another thing. Like, like a, a Chaldean working and just going off and working in China. That's yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so um, the food the food wasn't that great. Um, a friend of mine lives there, so he he told me, he said, your best bet, you're there for two weeks, you don't want to get sick, Pack eat, at, eat at the no. hotel. No, the hotel yeah. was the Langham, so it was, Amer- you know, it wasn't, American it was brand. a, yeah, it was American brand, it was a, American or English? Or English brand, I think English, it is. English, yeah. But breakfast was fine, lunch was fine, they right. had burgers, they had pizza, they had okay. st- stuff like that. Um, so I met with different manufacturers out there, landed a great um, relationship with a manufacturer that has that is uh, GOTS certified. Yep. They're also Okatex certified. Okatex is a an, is another certification that that certifies the product as well as the the factory. Mm. So they're all fair trade. They're oh wow. They vet their factory out. Um, you know, make sure, making sure it's not a sweatshop, making sure it's a clean facility, so on and so forth. It is. It's a huge deal because for for the end user, for the end to, user, to know to, that 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 these right. are not just made in sweatshops yes. or, or, or blood money or whatever you right, want to call right. it. Right. Remember, just the bottles alone that the that the kids used to drink, the babies used to drink the milk was not good. It was full of BPA. You know, it was all that the milk. bottles, the plastic yeah. were yeah. were BPA. Alone were BPA. Yeah. So, is that what's wrong with the three of us? Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, too much BPA. We, we had glass. Yeah, we, we drank out of glass, glass bottles. bottles. Yeah, yeah, back in the day, they were glass. Yeah. Or a cup with a straw. Well, actually, I mean, being Chaldean, we didn't drink out of bottles. We, That's we were all breastfed. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> we were all breastfed. Um, so, oh, go ahead. I'm back sorry. to your... Uh, no, so so Little Little Gannix is is the brand that I started. Is there a website? Is this is this up and running yet? Little Gannix is littlegannix.com. There is a domain. There's a website. It's not mm-hmm. it's not functioning right now. There's a there's a coming soon page on there. Um, again, I'm working with this manufacturer right now um, to produce some of the products that that we're mm-hmm. talking about, the different yeah. designs. Um, Stuff like that. Is there going to be so, like a baby registry, baby shower registry, and all that? Oh uh, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll build all that into the site. You'll be able to go on there. We're gonna we're actually gonna start off on Amazon oh, as good. well. Okay. So I'll I'll start to to promote the products on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Reason being is because Amazon is a monster uh, yeah. marketplace for traffic. Yeah. You know, uh, there's there's it's a difference I, of of opening a a drugstore in in the middle of a neighborhood or on or, main, or main on, and main. Or on what, exactly. Main so, and main. We'll we'll use we'll use Amazon as, as a traffic source to sell our product and in turn, you know, put inserts in there to drive traffic to the website. You know, sure. so offer discounts of you know you get an insert in there. Visit us on our website for more of our products, save ten percent, so on and so forth. So what made you uh, think of this? Like what got you to lean towards it? I mean, I know you got kids. No, great question. Yeah, that that I don't think this what would have ever come about if I didn't have kids. Okay. I had, I yeah, I had uh, our, our first son. Um, Nolan had a really severe case of acid reflux. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, that's not con- fun at all. Man. No, he's Little constantly kid, throwing up after every single feeding, you know, Poor constantly. Guy. And then sometimes projectile. So it, 
it got to the point where, you know, so many doctor visits, trying to figure out what's going on. And, and this is, mind you, first, has this happened third child? Be like, yeah, hey, we know what that is. Right, right. <laughs> so yeah, uh, You'll be okay. Yeah, you'll be fine. Don't worry about it. It's a little, little guy. Yeah. But first baby, you're, you're, you're researching. You're trying to figure out so on and so forth. Then the doctors are telling you, okay, it's this, it's that. Well, then maybe, you know, maybe you need to stop breastfeeding and switch to formula. Okay, which formula? So you need, I, I would recommend going with this formula. And then it's like, it's Similac or it's Enfamil. It's this. And then you start to read on it and you're like, what what's in this? I mean, you, right. you, you do re, more and more research, and then there's so many different stuff you can't pronounce. Yeah, blogs yeah. and stuff that talk about the the how 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 harmful the ingredients are in them, and so on and so forth. And you know, and, and I'm not saying to, to each their own. If you gave we gave, I gave my son, we gave him a, um uh was it Imilac or, or Infamil? Infamil, Similac, yeah. one of those Gentle Ease. Yeah, you know, because it was our only option, and which is fine. It wasn't going to, you know, wasn't going to harm them or kill them or anything like right, that. Right. But, um, it's just, it teach their own. You just do your research. I did my research and just, I educated myself on the things that were out there. Yeah. And it led me to, um, some other different types of formulas. You know, I, I talked to a, a friend of mine. She uh, put me up on another formula, uh, Kristen, uh, Kristen AR. She put me up on another formula. This formula was out of Germany. Mm-hmm. It was called Holly. So I tried getting it. He did well on it. So and the, and it was expensive. So I tried figuring out how I can source this product and bring in more. And I I met I connected with somebody online. There was no way to bring it into the United States. They that the, that company wanted nothing. They they weren't bringing their product into the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, so I met a distributor. It's, just, it's because of regulations, regulations, and restrictions FDA, and so on, approvals. And so on. Absolutely, yeah. The, that's the, that's the, why the, the money that they would have to drop down exactly. into developing it, but and, the way and getting it passed. We're, we're very restrictive and expensive when it comes to this. Yeah, that stuff and actual sure. stuff. Sure, a lot of a lot of politics. Labeling They're, is a huge part. Is that's where a lot of mm-hmm, money goes. Right. into. They make mm-hmm. you spend some crazy loot on labeling. And mm-hmm. if you don't, then they bump you off of it and don't. They won't even let you supply it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're um. Their farms out there are much more strict in the way they with the way they manufacture the the, the milk and yeah. so on and so forth and it's all organic and so I sourced this product and I saw that there was a market for it I started flipping it I started selling mm-hmm. it online and hustling and bringing in cases through air freight nice and um, and then I started getting undercutted undercut I started that's how I started Little Organics actually I built a, just a little name I'm like what do I call this little company you know I'm selling formula online i started i uh i called it little organics and then after i stopped selling it and then you know sold off the rest of the the supply um i sat for a little bit and figured out i got this great name i'm i you know i'm i'm about to get it trademarked what can i do with it Mm -hmm. you know so i looked at different industries i looked at uh food uh i looked at all natural food and jarring it i looked at um uh, topical products like uh, baby washes, balms, lotions, stuff like that. I looked at clothing, you know, so on and so. And I, I decided, you know, let, let me. I, I like the the cotton industry. I like the the textile industry. Yeah, it's a big industry. Um, it's a million dollar industry. You know, there's your moms are always buying swaddles and bibs and burp cloths and blankets sure. and all that stuff. So that led me to uh, Little Organics, and then uh, an extension of that. Another brand we haven't launched yet, but um, I'm working on it. It's called uh, uh, Bishy Time. 
Bishy. Yeah, so. Bishy time, buddy. Most people, you know, our community obviously will know oh, what yeah. Bishy is. We knew what Bishy was when you were a little yep. kid. Your, well, your grandparents. Our generation. Our generation. Well, <laughs> the new ones. No, no, no. Just understand bath. No, yeah. I my kids, I even say, I tell my wife, uh, Nat, I'm going to take a Bishy. Like, because yeah. I just say it so much. It's right. like, I meant I'm going to take a shower. Yeah. But, uh, so Bishy time is um, is another brand, is another brand extension of Little cool Gannix. Thank you. Both of them um, actually are really cool names. Actually, if... The if, only thing that you've brought to us that hasn't had a cool name so far is your DJ name, DJ Chuck. I have to agree with you guys. Back to Chuck. I still... You didn't make that one, so we'll give you credit. Okay. What the Chuck? Yeah. People have asked me sometimes when they say Chuck. They'll call DJ Chuck. Who? Who? Yeah. No, I know. It wasn't it wasn't the greatest name. But... Yeah, so so bitchy time. Actually, if, um, you know, when this goes when this goes on, people leave in the comments. I'm kind of looking for some feedback on what's the, the what's, spelling. Oh, go ahead. What's the uh, business model behind bitchy time? Bitchy time is 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 going to be bath products. Oh, okay. So anything that that kids would use in the bath, so baby toys, mm-hmm. the the spout connectors, the um, I'm I'm probably going to go into the direction of the topicals like the body wash, bath, uh, bath towels, bath towels. Yeah, bath bath, yeah, yeah. For kids. So what's gonna what's gonna make this different than any other? For bishy time? Yeah. Really nothing. It's just okay. an extension. It's just it's just adding 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 products to our product line. So you know, so you're going to be just developing add-ons to your clock to your client base correct yeah so, okay so yeah the so, little little organics so they can go here to get it but if they're already there yep. getting it where from you then they, they can just add these other items onto your yeah. onto their cart yeah and it's one one shipment and they don't have to hassle with going somewhere else correct be competitive pricing yeah to me uh, too i've learned that it's high quality the, products exactly to me it's i i've learned that it's a, that that if you can if you can take something and build a brand around it yep and build awareness around it uh using using the tools that we have available to us today such as social media website yep. amazon ebay all these different platforms mm-hmm. there's no reason why you can't you know yeah. uh I mean, anytime uh, you have a captive audience you, you have your competition yeah, yeah you have a captive audience you need to pitch what you can to them while you while you while you have their attention exactly what a lot of people don't know about what you just said right now and all those categories you just mentioned off sure they're free yeah yeah <laughs> everything is free yeah yeah every aspect of what you said from every social media to everything that's out there that's accessible to get people to direct traffic. It's your time. Yep. Yeah. You got to put your time, your energy, and your creativity. Exactly. You put it in, and you'll get something out. Yep. And and it's it's got to be consistent. You got to do it for the long haul, and you know you should you should benefit from it. And if you if you're delivering some sort of value to to your clientele or to your audience, then you know everybody wins. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So back to uh, uh, cre- creative design, and it's 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 kind of new purpose. It's it's the Amazon yep. uh, way of getting into the business. Can you share something with the audience that would that would benefit them, and and how what steps they need to take to kind of get started? Or sure, is this a service that you're offering that they can kind of reach out to you to have you hold their hand throughout the process? And make their life a little easier and get them started a lot sooner instead of them wasting their time on YouTube, you know, researching through millions of different videos and then trying to find the the the, the right model that kind of fits their uh, strategy. Gotcha. Yeah. No, great question. Um, yes. Yeah, so the direction that creative media is going in, um, uh, I started another name called Creative Commerce. Mm-hmm. So 
um, relating to anything e-commerce. With a K. With a K. Okay. Yep. The C is a, is the commerce is a C, but yeah, okay. creative gotcha. with a, with a K. Gotcha. So creative commerce will be um, helping brands or helping people trying to to start a brand uh, of their own and getting on to all these different platforms such as uh, Shopify, which is setting up your own e-commerce store, mm-hmm. Amazon. How do I get my product on Amazon? How do I list it? How do I take photos? How do I optimize my list- listing? Mm-hmm. How do I do my bullet points? How do I sell? What's FBA? What's FBM? So on and so forth. Um, how do I set up my social media sites for my brand? How do I trademark? Right. Um, how do I do, where do I go to design a logo? So that's that's the direction that I'm going in with with uh, creative media is to help people um, uh, build a brand and uh, so help them build a brand and help them build their website help them get on Amazon uh, and you know uh, a, a one-stop shop for all of that or I can also consult with them right you know what I'm saying I can I can I'll sit down and I'll have a conversation because to me creative commerce like the way I like to do business is I'll I'll sit with you for a couple hours mm-hmm. for free. And yeah. and I'll and I'll guide you because I was there at one point. Yep. And I and someone did that for me, and they gave me their time, um, which you know, your time is money, and, mm-hmm. and people are busy in their lives, and I'm busy. I have family, kids, work, but I'm willing to 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 give that to anybody that's that's interested. If if you have a brand, if you if you're looking into getting into it, if you have questions about Amazon or getting onto Amazon or how do I, you know, I have a great product idea, um, how do I get it onto how do I start getting it online and starting to sell it, um, uh, so on and so forth? I'm, I'm happy to sit down with people and, and, and consult with them. And then after the fact, you know, we can we can discuss the charges and fee, what you know what it costs. Obviously, right. there's a cost to, to everything. But you know, for for uh, for the listeners today, if anybody if anybody has any ID, product ideas or or they're they're kind of right there but don't really um, have the knowledge or, or, or the right. Or they're just not take, getting any just, traction. Yeah. You know, yeah. Or even, or even, or if you have something online, you're just yeah. not getting any traction. You know, I'm, I'm happy to sit down with you and, and, you know, have a, have a consultation. Okay. And like I said, if it takes, takes some time, I don't, I don't mind it. Cause I love hearing people's ideas and oh, yeah. different businesses. And, you know, I, I love, I love seeing people in our community come up with different ideas and, 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 and try to make with that stuff like that, you know? So that's, I'm, I'm happy to do that. And so you've been doing this for quite a while. And so have you ever had someone come to you, maybe one of your friends or cousins or family or something with a product or a a, a service that they kind of wanted? Now does Amazon offer services? You don't. You wouldn't get any traction there with a the service, right? So it's more products. It's it's more products. Yeah. So has so, someone ever come to you with a product and and said, "Hey, I want to do this," and then they they just they're like, "I don't want to do it. Can you do it?" And mm-hmm. we partner up. So great question. I've been in in uh, in several different meetings like that and mm-hmm. with clients. And if I don't think you have a viable product or or a great idea, I'm not gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you flat out. I don't think your product's going to work on there. Don't take it right. personal. You might leave leave this meeting. Nothing wrong think, with your product. Right. It's just not going to work. The system is not going to work. It's correct. not going to benefit you. Know, your, versus versus yeah, someone you, saying, I would yeah, hope, yeah, I can throw that online for you. Absolutely. No. I'll See, take would, your money. I would but, hope and pray that if I walked into someone and, and they gave me the cold, hard truth, I would, I would respect them for that. Absolutely. If they, if they lied to me and just made it, 
you know, told me what I wanted to hear right. and it wasn't really the truth or it really wasn't beneficial, then I would, I would, uh, sure. I wouldn't respect them. Yeah. It hurt my feelings for the moment, but yeah. don't hurt my pocket. Absolutely. Yeah. But in time, I mean, yeah. you're going to spend, you're going to make this person spend their time trying to push this mountain, the rock up the mountain. And it's, it's no, just, it's just not going to get up there. Get up there yeah. yeah. Um, but to answer your question, yeah, I would, I would, uh, if I, if I saw that they had a viable product and, mm-hmm. you know, I, I can make it work and I, you know, was somewhat passionate about it and I liked the idea, I, I would definitely uh, oh, offer a partnership or have them offer me a partnership and, and figure, you know, we can, we can go from there. And so we're going to post, clients. we're going to post all of any way to get a hold that you need yeah, to get a hold of Chris. We're going to post it all. All of the things are going to be in the description, the links to all of his sites, the links to all of his social channels, whatever he cares to share with us. And then a way to get a hold of them too, as well. And, and I don't know if you have an application page or a page where, where people can kind of submit to, to you to get more information or is it just via email or what? So um, you can visit me at uh, creativemedia.com. Mm-hmm. It's with a K and no, it cre- K-R-E-A-T-I-V-M-E-D-I-A.com. Um, you can uh, reach me on there. There's a contact form. There's also uh, the phone number to my office. Um, you can reach me on Facebook. Um, just look up my name, Christopher Abro. Yeah. You'll find it on there. Um, shoot me a messenger. Shoot me a, uh, you know, shoot me a, a Facebook messenger or a, or a, an email. Actually, the email's on my website as well. Shoot yeah. me an email, and I'm, I'm happy to, you know, sit down and discuss anything you have. And so what I, what I, when, when I want people to reach out to me and I, you know, it, I don't want them, you know, like he's going to divulge his phone number. I, we don't want people just calling him and asking him, you know, one-off silly questions. Just put the stuff in the, put the, put the stuff in the, in the application form or the con, uh, the contact form so that he can kind of get back to you at his, at his leisure and not, you know, his phone be blowing up just for, you know, little right, questions. Right, you know, right. respect somebody's time and respect, sure. respect the fact that they're, they're actually offering to help you out with something. So give him, give him a break and, and, and let him, you know, it's cousin, though. It's cousin. yeah, cousin. My yeah, cousin. no, yeah, yeah. actually, it's funny you bring that up because I had a funny story back uh, a while back. A gentleman called me and he said, um, he said, I want to build the website. Yeah. And he said, I want to get a website and I want to be number one in Google. Okay. I said, oh, all right. No, no problem. No problem. Well, we can. Uh, <laughs> what kind of website do you want to build? Let me explain to you how that works. <laughs> yeah, all right. But I'm going to be number one in Google. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's forever. I want to be it, forever. Yeah, there's a there's a lot more to it, but yeah, I'm. I'm thank you for, uh, for yeah. mentioning that, but I'm I'm happy to to uh, discuss that with anyone for that's, sure. That's trying to get their business off the ground. What else would you like to offer our listeners? Uh great question. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you could go. You, know, you, you could look look down your list of of what you what what you've been involved in, and then just give them like a. A couple minutes on each on how to get started or where to look or 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 or, or whatever. Like, you know, no one's gonna go buy a boombox these days. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. They want to be a DJ. Sure, DJ's sure. DJ's still a thing. I mean, oh yeah, hell yeah. No. Look at uh, what's his name's kids right now are doing huge with that. Uh, Norman, Norman Digo's kids. Oh yeah. Yeah, the young kids got like those those huge parties and everything now. They're not that young anymore. Yeah, they're. they're no. I mean, they're still like you know for 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 to me because they're young. Yeah, right. But um, yeah, DJing is still happening. So it's still happening. Music is never gonna die. So whether no. somebody wants to do that or whatever, give some. The artist maybe won't make any money ever again, but yeah. music not gonna die. No, for definitely not being taken advantage of. But go ahead. Yeah. No. Um. You know, not to get 
sentimental and but you know follow your dreams yep. you know don't uh uh you know do what you're passionate about um hustle work hard i i think i think you know a big problem with our society is is work ethic the, 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 not our society i think not the our up, community, the, the, but the yeah, society just, as a just whole. The upbringing right now is yeah. is a lot different. I think that going from the the you know anywhere from like thirteen years old all the way up to like twenty five, there's a lot that do have great worth work ethic. Mm-hmm. Um, there's many that don't. Um, I think it's changed a lot from when we were growing up. But you know, work ethic, uh, understanding the the value of money, uh, save, save is a big one. Take a portion of your paycheck, uh, save it away for different business opportunities. You know, there was many times I wished that, that I that I had a little bit more saved for those opportunities that came to sure. me, or those even those wholesale wholesale deals that came when I just wanted to jump on them. But mm-hmm. um, you know, save your money, follow your dreams, um, work hard. Uh, you know, if if you're looking to do something, don't be afraid. Uh, I hear this all the time over and over again. I think I even lack it sometimes too, but take action. Yes. You know, some with me, I always like to kind of perfect something before, mm-hmm. before I put it out there. Just, just put it out launch, there, launch, launch it, it, get some feedback and then relaunch or, and, and then, and then build then from make there. The changes. Make the changes, Failure make the improvements. Part, part right. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So, but so somebody that wants to become a DJ, what what would you like? I don't know if you know what, somebody, what it takes these days, yeah, but somebody that it, so it's, so it's super super easy to become a DJ, yeah, right. But I think I think with I think with becoming a DJ, there has to be a passion for music, right. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I've seen DJs go and they have these huge music collections, and the biggest problem is they don't understand how to read the crowd mm-hmm. to be able to play to be able to play a song at that given moment. So right. it's so it's having the music is one thing, but knowing when and how to play it and how to mix it in at the right time and being able to read that crowd, I think is extremely important. So if you want to be a DJ, do it. It's mm-hmm. fun. It's enjoyable. I, I loved it. That was probably one of the one of the greatest things, you know, growing up during that time was like DJing. It's like, you know, it was it was fun being in the party. I, I love I love what I do and I'm hanging out at the party with all my friends. Right. But um you gotta be you gotta be passionate about about the music. You gotta you gotta want to love to uh, play music and entertain a crowd. And you you gotta you gotta want to learn the music, learn the beats, right. learn how it, learn, you know how the song. How do they learn something like that? Um, having a, having a love for music, I guess. Yeah. Having a passion. It's just a, it's just a knack. It's natural. It's having. It's ha- it's like it's like loving music. Yeah. It's like. Uh, Oh, that that would sound that would sound sweet with that beat. That would yeah. go good with that. Or like I guess being able to hear it. There, I guess the people that are out there listening understand what you're saying. Maybe just because I don't love the music, I can't I can't wrap my head around what you're saying. Okay, because it's just my my I just I'm not a real big music guy. Even so, though I did get a picture with Stevie so, B last night. So it's like I guess can I, I explain it from the outside? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe I'm not. It's ex- either Chris has got us on the dance floor, or yeah. Chris clears the crowd. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so just. It's just in humor to what he's saying. Right. My brother was DJ Matt yesterday. Man, I sent him text after text begging him, please don't play the friend song. You know, uh, uh, friends, how many? Yeah, but, uh, so he doesn't get it. I said, listen, that's not something that the crowd's going to sit there. Big O? Hands up. Yeah, I said, I got to throw the hands up. Right. No, you need some, like, play at your own risk yeah, right. and planet he's rock. Like, he's like, all right, maybe I'll switch it up to two live crew. Hey. <laughs> no, 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 no. Take it easy. Uh oh. Big O. 
that's what he's meaning is that it's either you keep them on the dance floor, yeah, rocking the whole time, or you switch the BPMs beats per minute, and you just come through with a nose diving song. Yeah. So if you if you listen if if you watch this, you heard an intro track. Uh, Omar Benu did actually the music to the to the intro track yeah. of the Keeping Up with the Chaldeans. Oh, did he? Yeah. yeah. Yes. And Darlene, Darlene Salem Bahari came up with a name. Thank you, Darlene. Thank you, Big O. Yep. Uh, what else we got? Want to wrap? Yeah, I think I think we're good. I think you did a cool. great job. It was oh, awesome yeah. having you as our first guest. Thanks, yep. man. It, it, it was great being here. It, it was cool. By fun. the way, just if in case many people don't know if they've ever heard anything about Macy's. <laughs> What's <or> Macy's? Google, <laughs> What's that, buddy? <laughs> the voice behind the text message that may some of you have received on a uh, voice note. Let, just, look, can I hear a little bit about that? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so, well... Chris is, Chris is a little side thing. Besides all this creative media and great stuff he's yeah. done, he's never told you about his... Um, I guess I, well, I'll speak up from the his comical side of it. I mean, for for every strong entrepreneur, they've got to have a real life, right? Yeah. So some of the stuff he does for fun, like, he would prank and I would sit there and either laugh <laughs> or I would have to hear from somebody the next day of what he did. <laughs> so you would always get messages. So... The funniest, in my opinion, was, and I'll just real quick, he was stuck inside of, quote, Macy's bathroom. Okay. <laughs> asking for toilet paper to the lady, and they kept sending people to the bathroom up there, and nobody was in there. Oh, he was on the, he, was he on called the Macy's. He called Macy's. Oh, my goodness. He was stuck in the bathroom with no toilet tissue. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> so that's just one of them. That's hilarious. Yeah. I'll send it to you when, yeah. okay, when we're done. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, can we post it somewhere? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Gotta post That's it somewhere. Fine. Okay, post it somewhere. I, we'll put the link in, okay. the, in the description. All right. also. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was a Macy's prank call. We were That's we were hilarious. hanging out. It's we were one of a hundred, I think. Is it really? Oh. Yeah, I've 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 been doing prank calls since I was a little kid. <laughs> it all it stemmed from Jerky Boys. Oh yeah, that and was, I heard once I heard awesome that. Tapes. Yeah. I just I would call my aunts up. I'd call oh, my geez. uncles up. I'd call my uncles. Yeah. Yeah, we did a comedy skit at a Calvian run by Polly Jonah. Yeah. Comedy. Yeah. Yep. We did it, Pookie. Pookie. That was my name. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Name, so. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've done some prank calls in my days. Kick ass. I did one at my wedding. Did you? Well, it was on the big screen. Uh, we kinda... well, if you didn't want to marry her, why don't you just say you didn't want to marry her? <laughs> <laughs> we did a, a bomb threat to the church. We did. Yeah, we did a skit. There was there was a video skit on the on the TV. Oh yeah. Yeah, and it played uh, it played one of those phone calls. Very cool. So that was fun. But yeah. Cool. Well, it was a good thanks, time, man. man. Yeah. Thank you, thank you guys for having me on the show. Awesome. I'm uh, humbled and honored. Support. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. Creative media, and we'll set the links up on the page once it's up and going, and you guys can uh, talk to him and anything you need for web or marketing or branding or online sales. Be the man to help you out. Until next time. Awesome. Thank Keeping you. up with the Chaldeans out. See you guys. All right. Take care. Thanks. Thanks.